With Hashem's assistance, we are learning Kedushin, Daf Lamed Aleph, page 31. We begin a few lines in, Tani Tanaka Meder Rav Nachman. It's the fifth line, the end of the line. Uh, Rav Nachman, so in front of him, they learn the following Aviv, At a time when a person causes bother to his father, Vesimo, and his mother, Omar Kadosh Baruch Hu, God says, It's good that I did that I didn't live amongst them, because if I would have lived amongst them, so to speak, they would have caused me bother as well. Amr Rav Yitzchak, Rav Yitzchak says, Whoever transgresses the transgression in private, It's as if he has pushed aside the feet, so to speak, of the Divine Presence, meaning he's showing that he doesn't care that God is there, or he doesn't believe perhaps that God is there. Shnemar, as the verse says, So says God, The heavens are my seat, And the land is my footstool. So we see that God's feet, so to speak, rest upon the land. When a person does a transgression, he's pushing away those feet of God, so to speak. I'm going to It's forbidden for a person to walk four amas, which is the distance between six and eight feet, and his head held up high in haughtiness. As the verse says, The world is filled with his glory. Meaning, a person, when he shows a haughty demeanor when he walks in a haughty way. So he's pushing away Hashem's honor. Hashem is the one who deserves all the honor. When a person acts in a haughty way, so he's saying, I deserve the honor. And it's pushing away Hashem's honor. Rav Huna, brother of Yeshua, Rav Huna, the son of Yeshua, so he wouldn't go this distance of four amas, between six and eight feet, with his head un- uncovered. Omar, he selected this, the, the heavenly presence is above my head, so I have to show the proper respect. Shaul ben Almona Achas is Rabbi Lazar. The son of a certain widow asked Rabbi Lazar the following question, meaning his father had passed away, but his mother was still alive. Abba Amir Hashkenimayim. If my father asks me to give him water, Ve'ima Amir Hashkenimayim. My mother asks asks me to give her water. Ezmehem Kodem. Who goes first? So he made it sound like it's a practical question, but in truth, for him, it was a theoretical question. Amrle. The response was Hanach Kvod Emcha Vasek Kvod Avicha. Leave over the honor of your mother and do the honor of your father. Sha'atav Emcha Chayim Mechvod Avicha. Because both you and your father. I'm sorry, both you and your mother have an obligation in the honor of your father. So therefore, your father's honor will come first. He came and asked the same question in front of Yeshua in the same way. He responded to him with the same answer. So he said to him, What's going to be the halacha if my parents got divorced? From your eyelashes, it's clear from the fact that your eyelashes have fallen out that you're the son of a widow, meaning you've lost a parent, and therefore that's why you've cried a lot and your eyelashes have fallen out. So he answered him, Rashi explains, in a, in a certain sense, he answered him in jest, just like your question was not a practical question, I'm going to give you a slightly impractical answer. And he said then, place between them a bucket full of water and crow like them in front of them like a rooster. The great Ula, so the following drasha on the doorstep of the house of the Nasi, the prince, the political leader of the Jews. What does it mean when it says, Hashem kol they, shall, they shall thank you, they shall praise you, Hashem, all of the kings of the land. For they have heard the words of your mouth. It doesn't say the word singular of your mouth. Rather, it says the words plural of your mouth. 
What is this teaching us? At the time when God said, I am your God, and you shall have no other gods before me. So the nations of the world said, He's just saying this for his own honor. As soon as Hashem said that you should honor your parents, so then they admitted that indeed Hashem, when He originally said that, we, that you should believe in God and you shouldn't have any other idols in front of Him, so that was clear that it wasn't just coming out of His own honor, but rather just like, this is how Rashi explains it, just like a person has to honor his parents, who are the shutfim, the partners in his creation, so too he has to honor God as well. Rava Amar Mehacha. Rava actually brought it from a different verse. Rather than Yeducha Hashem Kol Machi Eretz, he brought it from the following verse. Reish Tavarcha Emes. The beginning of your words is true. Reish Tavarcha Vleisoy Tavarcha. Is that to say the beginning of your words is true and not the end of your words is true? What does it mean, Reish Tavarcha? What's it coming to point out? Elam Yisoy Tavarcha Nikosh Reish Tavarcha Emes. Rather, what it's saying is from the end of your words, it becomes clear that the beginning of your words is true. That after Hashem said, that you should honor your parents, became clear that he wasn't just saying it for his own honor, that you should honor God as well. They asked the following question from Rav Ula. How far does it go for one to honor his parents? Amr Lahemi responded as follows. Go out and see what a certain non-Jew did. Echad ba'ashkelon, who lived in Ashkelon. His name is Dama Benasina. One time, the sages wanted to do business with him for a reward. They wanted to pay him 600,000 golden dinarim. There was a key that was underneath the head, Shel Aviv, under the, his father's head. And his father was sleeping. Velitzira, you didn't bother his father, and he lost that on the $600,000, the $600,000 golden dinarim. Amr of Yehuda, Amr Shmuel. Rav Yehuda said in the name of Shmuel, Shalus Rabbi Eliezer, Ad Hechem Kibud Avaim. They asked Rabbi Eliezer, How far does it go, Kibud Avaim? Amr Lahem. And he responded and said, Tsu'u Ura'uma Asa Avika Chavim Echad Laaviv Ashkelon. Go ahead and see what a certain non Jew did for his father in Ashkelon. Vadama Benasina Shemo, his name was Dama Benasina. Bikshumi Men Chacham Avonim Laefod, Bishishim Ribuschar. The sages, they wanted to buy off of him a certain precious stone in order to emplace it upon the Aphod, upon the breastplate of the coming out of the high priest. And they wanted to pay him 600,000. Golden dinarim. Rav Kahana masni b'shmoni ribu, and Rav Kahana said that actually they wanted to pay him eight hundred thousand. The key was underneath the head of his sleeping father. But like didn't bother him; and he lost out the money. The shana hacheres. The following year, nasan akadosh baruch hu Hashem gave him his reward. That amongst his flock there was a red heifer born. So the sages of Israel came over to him. Amar lehem yodea ani So he said to them, I know about you. That if I would request of you all the money in the world, that you would give it to me. All I ask of you is that you give me the money that I would have received if not for the fact that I honored my father. If it's true about somebody who's not commanded and does it and he receives his reward, that even though he for, had thought that it was a foregone conclusion that he wouldn't receive that money, nevertheless he ended up getting that money. Certainly somebody who's commanded to do it, a Jew is commanded to honor his parents, so certainly is going to receive his due reward. The Amr Rabbi Hanina said, Greater is somebody who is commanded and does it, greater than somebody who is not commanded and does it. An explanation of this is that when a person is commanded to do something, so it's he has naturally has a block. He's automatically when someone tells you you should do this, so automatically your response is no. I have my, I want to retain my individuality. I want to do things on my own, and therefore I don't want to do that thing. So if someone overcomes that yitzhara, that evil inclination to to defy the command, so it's much greater than somebody who does it on his own. Of course, what do you mean? If I didn't tell you to do it and you do it on your own, what's the big deal? So now.
Now the Gemara goes on off on a slight tangent. Rav Yosef said like this: Meirish originally have Amin. I would say, whoever would tell me that the halacha is like Yehuda, the Amar Suma Patrim and Amitzvos, who says that a blind person is exempt from the commandments. Avina Yomatavla Rabbanis. I would make a day of rejoicing for the rabbis. The Halam Nifkidna. Since Rav Yosef was blind, so he said that he was not commanded. Vahavidna, and unless he was doing it. Now that I've heard that which Rabbi Hanina says, that it's much greater somebody who does it when he's commanded, even greater than somebody who does it without being commanded. Now I say the exact opposite. Whoever tells me that halacha is not like Rabbi Yehuda, meaning that a summa is a blind person is obligated in the commandments. So then I'll do. I'll make a a day of rejoicing for the rabbis. Kiyasa Rav Dimi, when Rav Dimi came, Omar, he said, Pamachas haya lavush sirkon shalzav. One time, but Dabba ben Asina was wearing a shirt that was made out of golden threads of silk. He was sitting amongst the great people of Rome, Ubasa imai, and his mother came, she was out of her mind, Vikarata imena, and she ripped his shirt off of him, and she knocked him on his head, and spat in his face, and he did not embarrass her. That's how great his honor was. Not only did he honor his parents, but he was willing to be degraded himself in order not to and, and not disgrace his parents. Tony Avimi braided Rabbi Avahu. Avimi, the son of Rabbi Avahu, learned as follows: There are those who can feed their parents or their father fine foods, and nevertheless, despite the fact that they're giving their their father such great foods, they're still going to be thrown out of Olam Haba, the next world. There are those who can who can uh, make their father work very difficult in difficult manual labor. We turn to Lamed Aleph on Beitzvich 31b. Nevertheless, a person will be brought to the next world. And Rashi explains that the explanation is that if a person, let's say, feeds his parents or his father their fine foods, but nevertheless he does it in a disgraceful way, he, he treats him in a not nice manner, so nevertheless, despite the fact that he's giving him good things, it really depends on his attitude, whereas if a person, let's say, has to make his father work because they have no money, but he does it in a respectful way, so then he will indeed receive his reward in Olam Haba in the next world. Amar says, Someone like my son Avimi has fulfilled the mitzvah, the commandment to honor his parents. What did he do? So the says, Chamisha b'nei samchi avimi There were five sons that Avimi had that were quite capable during the lifetime of his father. And nevertheless, when Rabbi Avahu would come, and he would knock on the door, So Avimi himself, he wouldn't allow his son to do it, he'd run himself to open the door. The whole time as he was running down to open the door, he would say, Yes, yes, I'm coming, I'm coming. Until he got there. Yomachad, one day, Ashkian, Maya. So his father asked him to pour him a cup of water. In the meantime, while Avimi was bringing it, Nimneim, his father fell asleep. He was, he was dozing. Gachin, he leaned over. So, and he was standing next to him until he woke up, meaning he didn't wake up his father. He waited patiently by his side until his father came out of his sleep. So, Istayam Milse Vidarash Avimi. So, because of this mitzvah, because of this commandment, so he had Siyasa Deshmaya, special heavenly assistance, and he was able to understand the following verse that he never understood before. Mizmor la Asaf. The verse is a song of Asaf. And Rashi explains that what he understood that he had not understood before was the fact that this, this verse, so after it says Mizmor la Asaf, a song of Asaf, it says that the nations came in to destroy the base of English. The question is, why is it called a Mizmor? Why is it called a Shir? Why is it a song? If anything, it should be a kin, it should be a lamentation. It's not a good thing that they came 
came in and destroyed the base of Megiddo. Why was it referred to as a song? So Avimi was able to understand because of this mitzvah that he did. He had heavenly assistance to understand that the reason that it's called a song is because Hashem took out his anger, his wrath upon stones and wood instead of taking out his wrath upon the nation of Israel itself. So that's why it's called a mizmor. That's why it's called a song. Someone like me, when I come back from learning Torah, my father fills me up a cup, and my mother gives me something to drink. What should I do? My parents, they love me so much, they, they, show, me, they show me respect and honor, but I feel bad. What should I do? I should take, I should take it from them. It's not, it's not respectful. So I responded, Take it from your mother. You should not take it from your father. They came in the Bar Torah, who, since your father is someone who's involved in learning Torah, so he's going to feel like it was a lack of respect for you to take it. Whereas your mother's not going to have any problem with that. Rabbi Tarfan had his mother to call Boya whenever she wanted to get up onto her bed, Gachin Visalikla. So he would lean over and she would climb up on his back. Whenever she wanted to get down off the bed, so she would get down, she would climb down onto him. She would use him as a footstool. So he came and he was tell, speaking about this in the in the base measure. She was telling everyone about what he did. So they said to him, You still haven't gotten to even halfway through properly honoring your parents. Has she ever taken your wallet and thrown it into the sea in front of you and you didn't embarrass her? That would be a, that would be a tremendous amount of kibbutz. That would be a tremendous amount of honor. Rav Yosef, Rav Yosef, ki have a shoma kal kari the ime. Whenever he would hear the footsteps of his mother, Amar ekem ekamishchini would say, "Let me get up in front of the divine presence, the asya that is coming." Amar biyechanan, biyechanan says, "Ashem yishalechaman." Praiseworthy is someone who never saw his parents, because since kibud of aim is such a difficult thing to do to honor one's parents, it's better that a person never have seen them that his parents have died. Biyechanan ki avrasay imay. Rabbi Yechanan, when his mother was became pregnant, Mesa of his father passed away. Yolatatoy, when she gave birth to him, Mesa Imoy, so his mother passed away. Meaning he grew up without parents. So he's saying that's a good thing. And similarly, Abaye also lost his parents. Any is that so? Is it true that Abaye lost his parents? Many times Abaye said, Amarli Aim, that his mother told him. So the answer is no. That was his stepmother who had told him these things. Ravasi Ravasi had a certain elderly mother, She said to him, I need jewelry. So he made it for her. So she said, I need a husband. So he said, Well, we'll look into things for you. So she said to him, I need a husband who's as handsome as you. He realized this was impossible, so instead of trying to placate his mother, so he ran away to Eretz Yisrael, to the land of Israel. He found out that she was coming after him, meaning that she was coming to Israel also. So he came in from Rebbe What's going to be the law if I want to leave from Eretz Yisrael, out of Israel, to go back out to outside of Israel? So he said to him, it's forbidden. What about if I want to go out and greet my mother? Is it permitted for me to go out of Israel? So he responded and said, I don't know. It seems that when he asked this question, so Rabbi Yechanan thought that he was just trying to look for an excuse how to leave Eretz Yisrael. That's why he responded this way. Israel, he waited for a little while. Hadar Asi came back again. And he asked Rabbi Yechanan the same question. Asi, he said to him, Asi, Nisrazis, Lotes, you have appeased me in regards to wanting to leave. Hashem should help you return to your place in peace. He came in front of Rabbi Lazar, Amar Lein, he said to him, Chas v'shalom, Dilma mir tach ratach. 
He said, maybe, maybe Rabbi Yochanan was angry at me when he said this. Amar lei, my Amar lecha. He said to him, what did he tell you? Amar lei, hamakum yachzir chalashalom. He said to me that uh, Hashem should bring you there in peace. Amar lei, vim isa de rosach. So he said, if, if indeed he had been upset, lei havim avarech lach. He wouldn't have given you a blessing. So now what happens? So he leaves Israel and he goes outside of Israel to greet his mother and he finds out It turns out that his mother had passed away and she wasn't coming while she was alive. She was coming home in a box. She was coming to Israel. Unfortunately, she had passed away. He says, if I would have known, I wouldn't have left Israel in the first place. We learned in our said that a person is obligated to honor his parents when they're alive and also when they're dead. Bechayev Kate said, How does one honor his parents while they're alive? Meaning, in a place where his parents aren't there. Let's say he's in a place where people honor, give special honor to his father, and he knows they also honor himself. So he shouldn't ask people to take care of him, to send him out for his own honor. Speed things up for me, for my own honor. Let me out of here for my own honor. So he should, since they respect his father, so it would be a sign of respect for him to ask them to honor his father instead of asking them to honor himself. How does a person honor his parents in their in their death? So let's say a person is saying over something from his father. You shouldn't say this is what my father said. Rather, you should say this is what my father, my teacher said. I should be an atonement for his death, meaning that when a person after he passes away, so if he's done any kind of transgression, so he has to go to Gehenna, he has to go to hell. So therefore, what the son is supposed to say is he should say that I should be the Torah, or perhaps my good deeds should be an atonement, and my father shouldn't have to burn in hell. That's only within the first 12 months after the father passed away. But after that, So, Rishon, even the greatest sinners, so they're only in Gehenna for 12 months. So after that, a person can say, his memory should be a blessing for the world to come. The sage, so he changes the name of his father and the name of his rabbi, his teacher. However, the person who's saying over the speech, because in those days they would have people, so the rabbis didn't have loud voices per se, and they were saying it over to many people, so they would have someone with a very loud voice, they, the, the rabbi would whisper it into the ear of this Turgamon, of this person who was going to say it out loud. So the person who was saying it out loud would not change the name of his father and his rabbi, his, his teacher. Avudaman. So whose father and whose Rebbe are we talking about? Ilema Avudaman Turgaman. If we're talking about the name of the father of the Maturgaman, the person who's saying it out loud, what the Turgaman himself, the person who's saying it out loud doesn't have to show the proper respect for his parents? Of course he does. If he was saying his, over his fa- something in the name of his father, his own father, so he would have to change the name. So Rav says rather, We're talking about the name of the father of the Rebbe, of the, of the sage who's saying over this, this, uh, this drasha, and the name of the, uh, and the name of the teacher of this of this Chacham. Kihad Amar Baravashi, similar to the story of Mar Baravashi, Mar was the son of Ravashi, Kihad Adarish Bepirka, so when he was saying over his Rasha in front of a, a great crowd, you Amar Abba Mari, so he would, when he was whispering it into the ear of the person who was saying it out loud, so he would say, my father, my teacher, Amari, but the person who was saying it out loud, Amar Hachi would say as follows, Amar Ravashi, the Ravashi had said, What's considered fear of a parent? What's considered honor of a parent? Myra, fear is like a person doesn't stand or sit in the normal place of his father. He doesn't contradict his words. And he doesn't even take the side of his father, meaning if his father is in some kind of argument, let's say a, t- a Talmudic dispute, so the son is not allowed to take the side of the father because that's implying that the father needs the son to take his side. And that's a lack of fear.
Kibud, what's considered honor. Machil umashke, you literally give food to your parents or you give drink to your parents. Malbish machase, you give clothes or you cover your parents. And according to a different gear, so you put shoes on your parents. Machnes umos, you bring your parents in and you bring them out, meaning you take care of their transportation needs. With Hashem's help, we'll continue from here in the next daily daf.